0: everyone it's tuesday november 10th 2020 welcome to episode 37 of the ginger in the beard podcast i'm aj aka the ginger and i'm reese aka
1: the beard and on this week's show we are joined by brian reedy the founder of gamer advantage a gaming wellness brand specializing in blue light glasses
0: thank you for joining us brian how's it going
2: it's going awesome thank you so much for having me on
0: yeah, man, absolutely. Thank you so much again for joining, Brian. We appreciate you being here. We're excited to learn more about what Gamer Advantage has to offer and really excited to learn more about some of the medical benefits that your products provide to more than just gamers. So to get things started, would you mind just introducing, yourselves, or introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about Gamer Advantage?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Brian Reedy, uh, 35 years old. Well, I just made myself older than I actually am, 34 <laughs> years old. My wife's (laughs) 35, but don't tell her I said that. Born and raised in southeastern Michigan. A little bit about, you know, my passion for gaming, being 34 so, started with Atari. My dad had an Atari all the way up through all the systems. One of my favorites still to this day being Nintendo 64. That's probably where most of my youth, like that's where I have the most memories. Uh, Still have my regular Nintendo, so no problem going back down those lanes anytime. But uh, always a casual gamer. And then I went to college for broadcasting and I got an internship at a radio station. And at that station, they started the first ever FM video game radio show. And it was awesome. And I got on as like an assistant producer. And then I was a producer. And then, you know, I was meeting the guys from MLG and we were sponsored by Miller Sparks. And then the radio station flipped formats from a talk station to a sports station. And the guy who started the show left to another market and he left the show to me and my friend. And we ran it for another year. And finally, the manager of the station said video games don't belong on a sports station and hope you had fun while it lasted. But we picked up the Lions contract. And so your slot on Sunday doesn't work anymore. And that was it. Oh, wow. That was the end of it. So I was really bummed. And radio was a, a tough career. This almost 15 years ago. And uh, so I just went and got a normal job. I worked in banking for over 10 years, met my wife. Uh, we were pregnant with our first kid. Her family had been selling eyeglasses to eye doctors for 50 years. Um, so instead of taking a promotion out of state, and making her move away, and making her isn't the right thing, but for us to move <laughs> away from her, from her family, especially it was their first grandchild. Uh, I just kind of pitched it to the family of like, hey, how about I come work for you guys? Like, uh, I' pretty adaptable. Uh, I've taken a lot of personality tests. I'm I'm a change agent. Thrive off kind of like things moving and shaking and changing all the time and being challenged. And so it was a really good fit. And I joined the family business and a role of business development. And that's when I was really smacked in the face with blue light. So another piece about me, I'm a type one diabetic. Uh, I was diagnosed when I was 10 years old. I almost died. And when I was came oh. out of the coma, I was at the university of Michigan Mott's ICU. And one of the first things he did was wheel in a Nintendo 64. And oh uh, so when I first started this, company. I remember back to the radio days and Zach Weigel. And the first thing we did before we sold one fricking thing was sponsor gamers outreach, a gamers forgiving event with a $35,000 donation. So I borrowed a bunch of money and then donated the first $35,000 of it to a charity. So I've learned as I've gone, but my, uh, my commitment to the industry is, is rooted from back of really like when I was diabetic and video games being a part of that too. So And then, um, yeah, I mean, that's where Gamer Advantage started. Gamer Advantage is a gaming wellness company, and I say that we started with glasses because we know optical, and that was the most obvious to us, and that's the one thing every single gamer has in common everywhere in the world. We wear different headsets, we play on different platforms, we all use our eyes, so it's the one thing that doesn't have boundaries as far as race, religion, side of the world, like it doesn't really matter um so i felt that was the area we could have the biggest impact and we had the most experience in that category but forever our our commitment is to releasing products that are rooted in science you know hopefully made in the usa if possible you know or sourced in the usa um we do the best we can to say if it's can't be vetted and torn apart and put on blast it's not something that we want to sell so we welcome that with our product we currently sell and any product we come out with in the future.
0: That's awesome, man. <clears throat> yeah, I was really interested in like what you were doing before Gamer Advantage. And I think that kind of the puzzle pieces fit together and it all makes sense. Funny how things just kind of come together. You know, you fall into one thing and that leads to another thing. And that's super cool, man. So I'm I'm curious. I mean, you know, you, you said you were a gamer. And things like that, and there's a ton of a ton of information on on your website about the health benefits and our effects on our health when it comes to blue light. You know, Reese and I both work corporate jobs, nine to fives, and we do this in our in our spare time. So not only do we subject ourselves to screens all day long, but then when we close work, work shuts down, we we continue to look at screens for our uh hobbies you know gaming and and podcasting and all that stuff so were you personally affected by that when you were in your banking jobs and did that lead to some of the you know inspiration for the company
2: well i wore i did i had an astigmatism wore glasses from three till i was about 16 i learned that a lot of kids are putting glasses for very very minor vision issues where they you actually outgrow it most times so like kids wearing glasses um is a lot more common, was a lot more common than it is now because it kind of got figured out that they were just like kind of putting everybody in glasses. But so I wore glasses forever. So I always was like kind of into the whole eyewear scene just as a kid, right? You get made fun of. So you go, you ask your mom if you want new glasses and you go through 30 different pairs of glasses in, in 15 years. So I wore them forever. Um... You know, I sleep was always an issue for me as a diabetic, but just in general, uh, especially like when I was, you know, going to college and working two jobs and, you know, gaming was a thing, but it was just sleep in general. So when I was being approached with people who wanted me to source and make blue light glasses for them through our, our family eyewear company. I just started like paying attention to the things they were saying. And I had remembered Gunner from back originally when we were doing the radio show, but I didn't really think anything of him. And and so I just kind of like kept pushing through and asking the questions. And then I started really learning what blue light was. And then I learned how it was attached to sleep. And then I found the right product. And then I made the connection of like, okay, this eyewear, this is definitely the solution. So I can't say like prior to, I was like, yeah. And you know what everybody really needs is a great pair of blue light glasses. It was almost <laughs> like I was being suffocated by interest in blue light. And I saw how it was being done and was like, eh, I'm not really cool with that. Like I'm, I don't want to be the middle guy who's like sourcing $4 frames and lenses and oh, then yeah. watching people sell it on Facebook and Instagram for 100 hundred and two hundred $200 like that, or even $40. And it costs two bucks. It's like, no proof, and they're saying cures migraines and digital eye strain, and blah 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 blah. And it's like, okay, well, you wouldn't buy your kid a $12 football helmet on Amazon, so why would you buy a $12 <laughs> pair of blue light glasses? Um, <laughs> Jeez, that's kind of so how true. I looked at it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah,
1: so I think you know, k- kind of you know, curtailing off of that, you know, we're living in this time right now where everybody's sitting at their desk all day long, um, staring at screens, there's less and less time in between screens. So you mentioned migraines. So I'm just wondering, like, what else? Like, how is this screen time affecting our well-being?
2: Yeah, well, let's like, we'll go way back and just talk about like evolution for a half a second. Is that You know, if you just think like the modern human back fifty thousand years is pretty similar to the modern human today as far as brain development and everything goes. So, since at least the last fifty thousand years, we wake up when the sun comes up and go to sleep when the sun goes down. Like you're just you're talking about tens of thousands of years of that. We haven't even really had electricity for that long when you put it in scope, let alone high intensity artificial light. So the research is coming in at a rapid pace. And just like we found it, anything artificial generally doesn't turn out to be great for us. Um, And so we talk about artificial sweeteners and and just all the synthesized things in our life. So light is the same thing. Replicating nature's greatest resource is never going to be done in the same way the sun does it. But it does have similarities. And that's where blue light comes in. So basically... Um, you're awake when the sun is up, you go to sleep when the sun is down. When the sun goes down, that disappearance of that blue light causes your body to say, hey, it's time to start producing melatonin. And melatonin is a chemical that helps your body start to reach a, layman's terms, reach a restful space as you lead up to going to bed. So it's a long process. It's not like you make melatonin and then you pass out. So there's a process to going to sleep. That's why like in kids, like a bedtime routine of taking the bath, reading the book, all of that is focused on sleep cycle. It really wasn't that long ago. Like maybe f- 400 years ago, 300 years ago, that humans actually used to like, or maybe not even 300, 200 years ago, you would wake up in the middle of the night and stay, you'd go to sleep about 7.30. You'd wake up in the middle of the night for an hour, smoke a pipe, read a book, go back to sleep, and then wake up again when the sun comes up because your sleep cycle was 11, 12 hours and not six to eight, like everybody says they claim to shoot for. So my point to that is, is that 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 wavelength that's mimicking the sun off all these devices, just add that up throughout the day. Your lights in your house, your lights in your bathroom, the dashboard of your car, your phone, your computer monitor, your gaming. You stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it, and your brain gets to a point where it's like, I don't know, what's day, night, I don't know what the hell is going on. So poor sleep is the number one issue with blue light's impact on gamers or people using digital devices. But people don't know what poor sleep is, and really that's the absence of... REM sleep or REM sleep, rapid eye movement. No REM sleep means bad sleep. You wake up remembering your dreams, you didn't reach REM sleep. So that's really where we focus our conversation. We can go into that a little bit more if you'd like.
0: Man, that's crazy. Number one, two... Number one, I, and now I know a scientific reason why my granddad would go to sleep at 730 every night because he grew up like on a farm where you exactly. know, this stuff didn't exist. And like he was used to going to bed when the sun went down and waking up when the sun came up. Um, and number two, I think we should all wake up in the middle of the night, smoke a and pipe, smoke pipe a read pipe. a book and go back <laughs> to
2: sleep. <laughs> Is that it awesome? It's kind of nostalgic. But you say about your grandpa's, so you think about it, dinner was at like four o'clock. And usually there wasn't there wasn't lunch. It was breakfast, dinner, supper, right? So you'd like eat breakfast. You'd eat dinner at like noon. And then you'd eat supper at like three or four. And then you were sleeping by 6.30 because you were up at like 5 a.m. with the crows, you know? So yeah. that wasn't that wasn't not uncommon. 12, the sleep cycle was much, much longer prior to all the technological revolutions we've had than it is today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so so, super interesting, man. I'd love to get more into the, uh, like the, the, the REM sleep stuff because, you know, I feel like I sleep through the night most of the time. I just got this fancy Apple watch. Right. And I've talked about it a couple of times in the show and it does track my sleep, sleep cycles. If I wear it, you know, it can sense if I'm awake or if I'm asleep and it's crazy. I'll wake up. Sometimes I'll check out the sleep app and it's like, yeah, it shows me that I woke up like four times in the middle of the night. And like, I don't really remember it. My wife would tell you otherwise. She tells me I sit up and talk and then my sleep and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like remembering your dreams and not, and that means you're not entering REM sleep. I'm like, I remember my dreams sometimes. So that's really interesting. Um, you know, and speaking of the Apple watch, you know, it's interesting that I feel like the further we get more into like the technological advances and the newer iPhones and newer software is more, more and more companies are putting, a bit more effort into supporting sleep cycles, specifically Apple, you know, with things like night shift on your iPhone. So it kind of gets rid of some of that blue light and makes your phone look yellow. Does that alone make any kind of a positive impact or is it really all a
2: gimmick? No, I'm really glad you asked that. So there's a couple layers to that question. The first of all, yeah, removing that, that spectrum of blue will absolutely do something, but the result is it looks like crap. So let's just be honest for a second. The second thing is, is you're talking about every single device having a different process for doing that. So you do it on your phone and then you do it on your watch, then you gotta do it. Then your work computer doesn't have it, and your dashboard doesn't have it, and then your the lights that are twenty feet above your head in your office definitely don't have it. So you get to a point where you're like, Oh, I have eye flux on my computer. It's like, okay, congratulations. That's like putting sunscreen only on your nose and not the rest <laughs> of your body. So it's like that I, I will use a lot of analogies too, because I think it's the only way to yeah, get to, to break it down. But Yes, it will do something. Here's the thing I find the most interesting. Have you ever seen a commercial for any of these blue light filtering technologies? Have you ever seen them promoted anywhere besides on the box, if that? And I strongly believe it's because at the end of the day, if they said, hey, we put this blue light filter in. Why? Because our device emits harmful levels of blue light. (laughs) Why would they put... Think about it. Why would they put blue light filters in your devices? Why would a company like Samsung, Apple, you're talking about the biggest electronic companies in the world. They don't do things for just giggles you know what i mean like they this i don't know if this pot you could swear on this podcast or not so i won't but go for it uh, if you want uh, okay so they don't do it for shits and giggles that's what i wanted to say they they (laughs) they do it for protection they put some of these features in there so they can protect themselves and i believe that's one of those features so at the end of the day when the first mom says hey this eye doctor is attributing my son's eye condition to being on his phone too much from the blue light apple can say we've had that feature in there since the iphone 4 and it's your bad that you haven't looked at it so i look at that as it it was like a they were way ahead of themselves so nobody could ever say like it's like a filter on a cigarette almost it's like listen it's bad but we're gonna put a filter over it so it's not as bad for you and then that way you you know you can't come back to us and say like well you didn't do anything this was emitting all this stuff and you just let it happen like no we didn't you could have made your screen yellow and you chose not to because it looks like crap
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't think about, yeah, sure. You turned your iPhone yellow, but your TV, most TVs probably don't have that setting. I think my TV, I just got a smart TV, like what was it Reese, maybe like three months ago or something like that. Yeah, And, uh, I think it has like a dimming feature, like where it will auto dim, but there's no sort of like blue light filter on it. And then I've got a Google home and that thing stays lit up all night. And then I've got my watch and my laptop that I'm sitting in front of most nights, you know? So yeah, it's, it's definitely a, A good point. And the car dashboard, like I never would have even thought of that. So definitely interesting.
1: Yeah. So I I agree. Like all of this is kind of mind blowing, some of the things that you've told us already. And I'm constantly in front of a computer, whether it's playing games, doing the podcast, working, you know, I'm basically in front of the computer all day or looking at my phone. So um and I have trouble with my sleep. I you know, there was times in my past where I would try and sleep and I would just lay there for hours and I could never turn it off, you know? Um, and it would take me, you know, one or two hours to fall asleep. So, and I'm sure there's other people out there struggling with their own sleep schedules. Um, eye strain, et cetera, uh, that have to be in front of these screens. Um, so what advice would you give to people who
2: are, who are struggling with their own sleep schedules? Well, I think the first thing is, is you're really identifying what it is you're doing. You know, there's, when you talk about, okay, hey, I I worked all day and then I came home and I stayed up until 3 in the morning and now I'm laying here and I can't figure out why I can go to sleep. Like, I get the grind. I totally do. That means that little bit of sleep you get is so incredibly valuable. So if you're going to stay up until like 3 in the morning... Then, like, and you were wearing our glasses, then that's your best chance, as far as I'm concerned, of getting to REM sleep quicker. Maybe not eating for, you know, like, let's say you're not eating the whole time, all the way up until 3 a.m., and you're drinking plenty of water. There's no, like, I think where we skip what I talk to a lot of, like, neurologists about or other uh, esports science kind of health nuts is that we want the solution, but we don't want to know what the problem is like, okay, I have high blood pressure. I don't really care what you want me to cut out of my diet. Just give me the pill that makes my blood pressure lower. And like, it's just like this medicating Thing and I think like that's where people start supplementing melatonin and they don't really understand it's not really for that it's not evaluated by the FDA so they can create Z and give you and it's just all marketing is what it is really and there's a time and a place for supplementing melatonin so I guess my suggestion would be is just kind of evaluating if you're getting to a point where you're not sleeping but you're on the grind you should really give your body a chance to reset you like to back to a normal schedule you know you should like tone it down at eight o'clock. Is maybe read a book for like something for the last hour or two before you go to bed for a couple nights and see where you can get with a night like that. Like literally shut it off for a night. But if you're going to get to the point where that's not an option, then that's definitely kind of where our glasses come into play. I've had streamers who want to do 24 hour streams that are mad at my glasses because they can't keep their eyes open, but that's the intention. <laughs> so it's like, that's your body shutting down. I don't, you know, and Mike, my biggest concern about sleep, like when you say about shutting it off, you call out, we forget the mental part of what sleep does to your mental state. So like the number one cause of anxiety and depression is poor sleep. It's the number one cause because if you don't reach REM sleep, you, your mind is not resetting. So just think of it of like carrying everything over from the previous day to the next day, like the same dirty Thoughts that have could have been cleaned and filtered and and re- redigested mentally, and so um that would be I think it, the best thing is to test your body and say where am I missing and give your like really shut down for a few hours before you go to bed, but of course the glasses are always a a great option, yeah, <laughs> shameless I mean, plug I mean that is why I did it, so I'm not gonna lie <laughs>
1: hey that's why you're here man and and that's perfect, yeah. you know, and we can get into sense. how
0: the
2: glasses do that
0: whenever yeah. you're ready. Yeah, definitely. I do want to do that. And I think a lot of us, I think Reese, I speak for you and tell me if I'm wrong, but you know, we struggle with stress and things like that from work all the time. And I definitely wish I could get better sleep, you know, having kids and having to get up so early is makes it a little bit difficult. Um, and also trying to hustle on the side of doing your full-time job and things like that makes it hard. So, you know, those few hours, like you mentioned, would be nice to kind of improve on that. Um, and yeah, we absolutely want to get into the glasses talk. That's how we're here. We want to learn more about how your glasses help people. Obviously, you're looking through those lenses all day long, and it's filtering out the blue light, not just on one device, but on all devices. So want to get into that. But before we do that, I just want to encourage anybody out there listening right now, go check out GamerAdvantage.com to see all the glasses that uh, that Brian and his team have available for you. Lots of different styles. Honestly, man, they're some of the coolest glasses I've ever seen. I, I wear Ray-Bans. It's like my sunglass of choice. But the styles you guys have... Um, are are really cool. Like honestly, they look great, man. I don't wear glasses, but like I've considered just adding some to my my repertoire, just to see how they go. And obviously the beard here, um, oh cool, is a glasses guy. And, and Brian, if you guys aren't watching the video, Brian's demonstrating some glasses in the, in the snap on, <laughs> uh, sunglass, you know, addition. Yeah, but no, when dude, you go when you go and you um,
2: oh, sweet. oh wow, look at that! Wow, that's crazy. Whoa, he's flying he's, out of my hand. He,
0: he's bending the stems yeah. right yeah, now. Almost I'm half. I'm gonna
2: teach you. Te- te- you'll never listen. Here, we'll go through it real quick. This is a temple, not an arm, not a stem. It's a temple. A temple. temple. Okay. Temple. The temple. Okay? And this is called your bridge. This part right here, your bridge. If uh, you only ever know those two optical terms, you know two out of the three measurements you would ever need to create a pair of glasses. There it's you a go. Temple and bridge. So yeah. Did you? But
1: did you know that, Reese? I didn't. I know about the other one. I think the. Uh...
2: The eye size.
1: Interpupillary distance? Is that it? Yeah,
2: your PD. So the PD is the measurement of where your eyeball sits in the the respective part of the lens. So, like if I do a prescription and your eyes are more narrow and your eyeball sits here, I have to shift the prescription inward on the lens. But if you look on the inside of a pair of glasses, if you're ever wondering, well, what pair of glasses should I get? I own a pair now. On the inside of your glasses, there should be three numbers like 53, 17, 145. And that's eye size, bridge size, up. temple length. So <laughs> people I will say anything. like, oh. yeah, that's <laughs> a, that's usually a problem too. So just look at that. If you have a pair of sunglasses, it's so usually they're oversized. So you might, you know, but that's how you look at the measurement of a pair of glasses. Ours are fairly, uh, u- they're actually, they're not fairly, they're all unisex. They're all u- very universal. So because they're yeah. designed that way, they don't have, if you wear it like, if you wear a pair of acetate frames, they have to be adjusted at an office. They have to be heated and bent behind your ear. These are universal. And so they can, if you have a wide head, they can fit like this. And when you take them off, they're just going to go back like that. Unlike an acetate, that's awesome. a plastic frame would just stay like this until the end of time. Yep, yeah, that's
1: that's what I have actually. And they do have to, they heat them up and then they mold them and keep bringing them out to me and make sure
2: it yeah, fits Yeah, you can take correctly. off your glasses right now and hold it up. And I bet you it's they are. in the shape of a V. Yeah, so like they just... yeah. They bend out a little bit, so sorry. I didn't mean to go on a tangent there. No, you're good, man. You're
0: good. So I definitely recommend anybody out there listening right now, go check out the uh, shop page of GamerAdvantage.com. And while you're there, if you add anything to your cart, Brian and his team have been so gracious to offer us an exclusive code GBPOD20 for a 20% discount right now if you go and add those glasses to your bag. So make sure you check them out um, highly recommend, you know, their, their styles and everything. Like I said, I'm not a glasses guy myself. I don't need prescriptions fortunately, but, um, you know, honestly, I've, i I'm, I'm, you know, talking to you, reading the research that's on your website. I mean, you've got me sold, man. I'm definitely probably going to be picking up a pair of these because as much as I stare at screens, stare at screens all day long, you know, and my sleep issues and things like that, I could, I feel like I could benefit from this. And I think one of the biggest selling points that I've seen on your website so far, and I'm interested in talking to you about it, is that while this does filter out the blue light, unlike the iPhone, where you have to turn your screen yellow, you guys are advertising a nearly clear display through your
2: lenses. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, So, um, you know, like my glasses don't have a prescription in them, so you can have a prescription or a non-prescription and with our lenses, it's the same lens, whether it's prescription or non-prescription, that is not the case in most blue light glasses, most blue light glasses have a coating on them, generally mixed in with like an anti reflective coating or they're tinted and they're tinted a certain certain shade of yellow and they is kind of this method or I refer to as extrapolation science, meaning if this, then it must mean that so if yellow filters blue and I make my lens yellow, it must be filtering blue well there's truth to that. But what it's filtering at, at what ratio and wavelength is totally up for debate. So you can't block light with something completely clear. If you just think about that for a second, like, yeah, I got yep. these tinted windows. They're completely clear, but they don't let any sun in. <laughs> like, right. Sunglasses are dark. If you could make clear sunglasses that didn't bother your eye, wouldn't, isn't that what everybody would wear? Right. 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 So th- that's a little like, generic. My point being is, is that there has to be color, but color shouldn't come from an Easter egg approach where you take whatever lens you feel like that day, dip it into a yellow, dip it into an orange, put some kind of coating on it and sell it as a blue light lens because lenses, not all lenses are created equal. So here's how our lens is created. Imagine like a big cauldron of liquid lens. Like it hasn't been formed yet into what they call a puck. It's like a circle that they cut the lens out of. So imagine it's all liquid. It's like a million degrees, like molten lava. And you take this special powder and you dump it into the lava. And the more powder you dump in, the darker the lens gets. And the powder mixes in like flour into cookie batter. So like when you eat cookies, you don't see the flour, you don't taste the flour, it's disintegrated into the cookie. But without the flour, the cookie doesn't exist. So think of ours is like the lens is the cookie and the powder is the flour. And the more you add, the darker it gets. So if I dump the whole thing in there, this would be as dark as a sunglass lens. We got it to just the right point to where it doesn't distort any Pantones on a screen whatsoever. Now, if you do this like all day, you're like, I definitely see something. Like, yeah, you're going to see something. <laughs> Go put on a pair of completely clear, like, plat... You'll see something. It's just half of... It's very placebo. It's very binder. Your brain is pretty amazing of what it can... If you think it's going to be yellow, it's going to look yellow when you put it on. Trust me. Right, right And that right. is not accurate. But if you took a color blindness test with a pair of traditional blue light... Blocking glasses, and with ours, you would identify colors differently so that powder is what filters it and we put in just enough to reach the clinical trials that get us to that ninety six percent melatonin increase but don't distort color and we're actually working on an even more clear lens but well wow. you know we'll see
0: we yeah, really want to I mean, be it's... able to
2: change the lens material a bit so we can accommodate thicker prescriptions.
0: Yeah, my, I don't remember what they were for, but my dad actually had a pair of glasses and he wears sunglasses just, you know, I don't think he actually needs prescriptions, but one day he was like, hey, try these on. These are called blue blockers. Oh yeah,
2: I think I have a pair. I had a pair of uh yeah
0: I, I don't know if they i think there's maybe just for like he fishes sometimes maybe yeah for that i it's don't know uh it was, a, it put was like on. a gimmick
2: yeah it was yeah. it's an orange it's just an amber lens they are cool if you golf in them or fish in them they're cool they make everything look better that's exactly our class disagree it made it look way. it made
0: everything look awful i was like everything is orange and yellow this is I meant the worst not better but
2: like <laughs> it makes everything just like more vibrant Maybe not better. No, it looks horrible. The color (laughs) is awful, but it just kind of creates this, like, HD vision. They sold a frame on an infomercial for a long time that was, like, blue blockers, and it was, like, called HD gold vision or something like that. Yeah. So, but that's extrapolation science. That is filtering blue, but at the end of the day, it's not doing anything for your mental and physical well-being
1: so we um <clears throat> just got a sneak peek into the technology um which I think was uh, very helpful in understanding what um how your glass is different than some of your competitors and how you know uh, you kind of stand out in the market um and I'm sure it would help folks to know what other options uh you have um to use your lenses in their frames like so what I'm trying to say is like I have these. Glasses. Um, this lenses, these lenses that I absolutely love. I actually have a pair of sunglasses with these lenses. These are my transitions lenses, and then I have another uh, set of frames. Sorry, my frames. Basically, I have three sets of frames. One is a sunglass, one is transitions, and then one is just plain. What I'm kind of wondering is like, can I take these frames and? You know, get your lenses molded into these frames. I'm not sure. So, if I'm okay.
2: That right. Well, yeah. I, I, well, I want to make so you're, you're obviously clear of the difference between the lens and the frame. So, you have three yes. lenses. So, you'd be willing to take your lenses out of your glasses and let us put our lenses into it. So, right. There is a company that actually does that that just raised like a hundred million dollars. It's going to, they're doing actually pretty well that you just like send them your glasses and they'll put lenses in. Could we do that? Absolutely. I could do that in two seconds. It creates kind of an interesting situation because there's a massive liability of like, okay, well, how do you, you can't see without your glasses. So we hope that if you're doing this, you have a second pair. So, right, let's say you send me two pairs. I pop them out, I put your lenses in. So now I break your frame, right? It's two years old, I break it. Now I'm in a crappy situation. Then what do I charge you for just the lens? Because really at the end of the day, like that's a majority of the cost of the frame, right? So now you could have just got a frame and a lens, and the sunglass clip, and just replace three pairs of glasses in one purchase, and it'd be brand new. So could I do it? Would I do it? Um, People do a pretty good job convincing me to make exceptions on things, which I really hate doing, (laughs) but... I had a guy one time was like, I refuse not to wear my red frame. Like, this is my everything. And it was my competitor's lens. And he's like, I hate the brand, but I love the frame. I'm like, fine. Just give him to me and let me put my lens in it. Because at the end of the day, I really just want you to sleep, bro. And that's really what I'm trying to accomplish. So could you convince me? Yes. but your best bet is to just buy our complete pair because we did so much more than just the lens. We really designed the frame to be like ultra lightweight. It's made of a super lightweight material. It's hypoallergenic. It's, it's it's almost impossible to break to a certain degree. Um, so at the end of the day, you probably wouldn't save much if I did the lenses only, but if somebody twisted my arm, I still think we're boutique enough as a company where I might make an exception to be frank okay all right well that's good
1: to know and i you know and i think somebody looking for a custom job like that you know probably wouldn't be too worried about the the dollar amount on it anyway you know it's yeah just kinda... and here's
2: the other thing too is that so we're all up to snuff in regards to like we're an fda certified optical Wholesaler, the root of what our what our family does. We've been importing and we have FDA licensing and everything reaches a certain ophthalmic quality, so it passes like a drop ball safety test. It's ANSI certified, like it goes through all of the FDA. Unlike a pair of glasses you might get from Amazon for twelve dollars or from the dollar store or whatever, like you get hit in the eye with a baseball with a pair of sunglasses from the dollar store, like good luck. Like the Rs have to pass that. Like kid in school, football to the face kind of test. It's called impact resist- resistance test. And so, if you were to buy our, our least expensive setup with your, with your, with your prescription, without your prescription, it's eighty bucks. With your prescription, you're at one hundred and sixty bucks. If you have any kind of vision insurance, you can submit it for reimbursement and probably get the entire thing covered. And then if you have HSA or FSA, it's an absolutely reimbursable expense, even if it's non-prescription. So if you're somebody who has like an HSA account, which I recommend if you don't and you can, um, as a fine going back to my banking days, but <laughs> th- there's just things people don't think about. So a lot of times they're like, Oh, I want to get your glasses, but you know, I'm due for an eye exam. And then they go to their eye appointment. And then the optician talks them into a pair there and they walk out the door paying 200 bucks. They're like, oh, they only cost me $200. And like, yeah, after they build your insurance, $450. You know, that complete pair of eyeglasses you just bought cost the system $650, 200 of it you paid and 400 of it, which is the main reason why insurance is so expensive. Cause everything is inflated. Like Freaking crazy. So we're giving that whole thing hundred and fifty bucks, hundred and sixty bucks, you don't have to leave your house. You know? So it's already a third of the cost of what it would be to go into an eye doctor.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I and I pay premium on these glasses and it's like you said, it's insane. It's an insane cost, you know. So Um, a couple more things though, like I mentioned that these are transitions lenses and I'm, and I'm assuming that it's probably going to be very complicated to have, you know, the blue light filtering lenses, um, have that, uh, be photochromic, I guess I
2: should say. Yep. Um, you know, is there an option though? Do you, it's so, it's funny you say that. So again, just to go back, that's why like this, I was perfectly capable of, right. And the polarized magnetic clip, the intention behind that was first and foremost is that if you're somebody who wears prescription, you have to buy a second pair of prescription glasses and you have vision insurance, it generally doesn't cover that. So with prescription in a pair of like Oakleys, you're probably like six, 700 bucks. Seriously, at the end of the day, it's freaking crazy. Maybe ray Bans like two, $300. So I was like, okay, I can create this polarized sun clip, put nominal cost to it. And now you can, you know, just buy it with the, you're talking 20 bucks extra instead of, 600. And this can go over any type of prescription you have. And the one thing that transitions doesn't do is work while you're driving, but this obviously works while you're driving swimming. I mean, it's just, it's made of the same material. So it's like super bendable. I just put it in my pocket and whatever. But to answer your question, we have successfully created the photochromic lens. The problem with the prototype is that the, the AR coating that we do use is blue and it's so aggressive that if i was on this call (laughs) with you right now my whole lens would look like a lit up blue neon light it's like the craziest ar coating so we can't really get the coating to a point where we think people would feel comfortable wearing it like in this virtual world because it would look so awkward on camera um but out in the day like walking around and like if you were in a park and somebody looked at it it looks like a um trying to think of the brand well there's a couple brand of lenses out there Prevencia is one of them where it's like it has like this tint you know like wow that looks like a really expensive eyeglass lens you're not really sure what you're looking at it's got this just <laughs> color to it a lot of people don't notice it but it kind of has that effect so it could come we do know how to do it we've been testing it it's not okay. cheap the thing to know about lenses is you take a prescription like you can have Minus one, plus one, minus one, plus two, minus one, plus three. So when you create a set of lenses, there's about 600 SKUs for one lens type. So if we came out with like a photochromic gamer advantage lens, that amount of inventory is so insane that we'd have to be absolutely confident. Like mm, this is it. the one <laughs> like got so it, yeah. confident. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's good to know Just that you guys you are at least you a looking bit about into it. it right? yeah. Yeah, maybe in a maybe in a couple of years when there's some new technology out that kind of fixes your, you know, fixes those problems and, you know, gives you guys a good solution. But, um, you know, still even the, the snap ons, I mean, that's a solid solution as it is.
2: Yeah, it was. A yeah, good, it was better than nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I going back to the price for a second, like I, I buy I buy Sorry, can't talk right now. I buy ray bans for my, my sunglasses. I don't wear prescriptions, but I wear sunglasses literally whenever I step up. I am a ginger. So my my eyelids or my uh, eyelashes and my eyebrows are essentially clear, so it doesn't block any sun for me. Yeah. I definitely need some assistance when I go outside. Um so I literally can't leave the house without sun. It'll be cloudy outside and raining, and I'm I'm still wearing my sunglasses in the car. Um, you know, and talking about prices for sunglasses alone, I pay more than the cost of your um, glasses, which come with the the clip on, you know, so I think the value is definitely apparent and definitely there. Um, and again, back to the styling, like I think the, I prefer the styling of some of your glasses over than what I find when I shop for sunglasses. So I think you guys have done an excellent job and kind of going to that point, you know, I don't wear, I don't wear glasses. So I feel like I would, if I were to throw on a pair of gamer advantage glasses, it might feel weird to me at first. To look at myself with glasses so i'm I'm curious like what's the biggest obstacle for you guys to over- overcome to get those people to try blue light blocking glasses who don't wear glasses every single day like is that an obstacle that you've heard before like is that a weird thing for people uh, no, to overcome it might be the
2: number one but no problem talking with that huge ass headset on right right? Like it's gotten, so I look at it like assess your setup, you know, $200 microphone, $300 headset, $2,000 computer. Your shoes are $300. You own 12 pairs of them. Like everything you do except your glasses are like the best of the best. Now you wear Ray-Bans, but that's generally, that's like the first thing I see. And it's the thing you're least concerned about in a lot of cases for people who don't wear glasses, the most challenging conversation. So first we start with education, right? It's like the guy who wore his first pair of shoes felt weird too. Like somebody's like, you going to put stuff on. it." Just, yeah. Or how about the person who said, listen, rub this white cream all over your body and it'll protect you from the sun. Like, yeah, okay, that's a good idea that you're an idiot. <laughs> and then now we'll wear SPF 50 and you as a ginger wouldn't be caught dead not wearing sunscreen, right? Like, no, so you're no. not embarrassed to spray sunscreen and you're not embarrassed to wear sunglasses and you're not embarrassed to wear your headset or or be caught doing any of those other things. So I think it's just really of like, it's a habit, just like your Apple Watch and just like anything else you do. And we try and deliver it in a way that's least noticeable, least disruptive to every day as far as it like i said being under your headset or being out in public Whenever time i'm out in public nobody's ever like oh sweet gamer glasses like nobody has no idea they just look like regular yeah, yeah. regular glasses but when you get up close you can see the gamer advantage logo edged in it you know you get maybe you know when you know but yeah. so I think that's yeah, the thing definitely. is it's just a commitment like have you ever spent a hundred bucks on a piece of gaming equipment that you weren't sure if you would like it and then you got it and you didn't like it but you didn't really care to return it and it just sat in a drawer I mean how many times have we done that it's crazy oh yeah Xbox controllers are 60 bucks like it blows my mind that a, <laughs> like an xbox one controller is sixty dollars like I just see the value between that controller and my glasses is so different yeah that I'm giving like Let's say you get three years out of these glasses for for 80 bucks. I mean, it just blows my mind. That could be hundreds of hours of REM sleep in your lifetime. And the amount of value, right? Yeah, right. From REM sleep. Right. So So we always say, too, we will refund your money. Try it. Let's say you don't get used to it, but you have to commit to it, AJ. That's the deal. You have to make it a habit. And if it's not, you'll never get there.
0: I used to tell people just get used to it. I actually talked to my wife. I was like, "Could you ever see me wearing a pair of glasses?" And she's like, "I think I could. I could, I could get into it. Yeah, good. That's just that's like a anything. I, wife. I used to. I know. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely have one of those. Um, I like watches. I used to never wear watches. I thought I felt weird wearing a watch. But then I was like, you know what? I want to. I want to dive in. I want to make this commitment. So I bought like a cheap watch. I started wearing it around for a while. And then I just buy nicer, and nicer watches. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now I can't walk out of the house without my watch on or I just feel like naked. I just don't feel right. Same with my sunglasses. Like I'll, I'll get like two blocks, two blocks down the road. And I'm like, Oh shit, I forgot my sunglasses. And I'll I'll turn around and go back to the house to get my sunglasses. Cause I just don't feel good. Like without my, my setup, you know? So I feel like I could definitely adopt that for sure. And, uh, yeah, to your point about the cost, <clears throat> like there's certain things you don't cheap out on. You don't buy cheap mayonnaise you don't buy cheap paper towels and you don't buy cheap sunglasses. That's my opinion. Like you can tell the difference. And I think the same goes for like your glasses. There's certain things where you should just invest the money because you know, it's going to be worth it, you know? Um, so I think you've made a, you made a great point here. And uh, I feel like I need to give, give these a shot, see if it see how it benefits my life. and, um, You know, for other other folks who maybe there's a lot of people out there who don't stare at screens and maybe we have some audiences out there that don't stare at a phone all day or, or a computer. Um, I think I've read some stuff on your website about even just everyday usage, not looking at screens. Are there still benefit to people? Yeah, um, totally. Just,
2: let's just assu- let's let's not assume it's not an assumption. It's truth. All artificial light is bad, right? So if you can get a pair of glasses that are the best industry-leading, clinically proven blue light glasses, and it helps you with one percent of your day, but you wear glasses anyways, like why not, right? It's so like if you could have a bulletproof vest that didn't weigh anything and you couldn't feel it and it was on you, like wouldn't you just wear it always, like just in case? <laughs> I get yeah. it. You know, so I kind of like look at it as like they're great everyday glasses, even if you're not bought into the whole blue light thing, which. I'm happy to talk one on one with anybody who wants to talk about that, but yeah, you know, I think that's the way to look at it. It's just a great pair of glasses that comes with an insane tangible benefit. That we say that if you don't feel that way after 45 days, send them back. We'll give you all your money back, and we'll pay for the shipping. Like we, the industry standard in eyewear, like a Ray Ban, deals with about 20% returns. People buying no. them, they don't fit, they whatever, million reasons, right? We're at about one just under 1% oh, wow. of our product. And most of it is prescription. Cause what happens is somebody sends a prescription to 11 months old. They get it. to. centimeters different if it was a new prescription they probably wouldn't have thought anything of it and would have let their eyes adjust wouldn't have been a big deal because it wasn't apples to apples with their frame 11 months ago it just feels weird and that's unsettling and i'm cool with that like it it is what you take a shot you miss it you get you're off by 0.1 it's probably not bad for their you know it's not bad for their vision but it's just that placebo effect of like oh now i'm taking my old glasses off putting my new glasses on and i'm already telling myself it's gonna feel different and it might for a minute And you just adjust five days, five days, wear them all day. When you wake up to when you go to bed, that's what I ask people to do. Then you can have a serious conversation of whether or not they help you and find what works for you.
1: Sounds reasonable. Doesn't sound like it's too much. Five days. Anybody could do it for five days, right? I believe it. So um, kind of bringing this to a close, uh, you know, I think one thing that you said is, is this is kind of like where you wanted to start. You wanted to start Gamer Advantage with eyewear because you had optical experience but the gamer advantage won't stop there so tell us what's on the horizon for gamer
2: advantage well what you might not know because you're um kind of in the gaming industry mostly we're on our computers and we're by ourselves in this room so we're not wearing a mask right but gamer advantage actually has the number one selling anti-fog product in the entire country right now um wow number one on amazon And it's actually number one in all eyeglass cleaning fluids, which has about 80,000 SKUs and number 200 in all health and household. So just think about how big that category is on Amazon. So we, I developed an anti-fog again, optical, right? So I'm like, okay, what else can I do in optical? Come out with a badass cleaner. So like I made this really sweet uh, screen and lens cleaner that's made in the USA and you can use it on all your stuff. And like, so I made that. And then I was like vr headsets i'm like i should create an anti-fog product like i'll just order like a few hundred of them and i'll promote them for vr headsets because people i've heard tons of complaints about the vr headsets fogging up oh yeah i'm like like, okay i'm like i'll make this product for vr headsets so you can see on the bottle that i created oh maybe you can't see ah dang it well anyways the vr headsets like the leading logo so i put it up on the website and i'm like developing it like january comes like covid starts and like All of a sudden, like, it starts selling on my website. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And now we supply probably 500 to 1,000 different optical retailers across the country. Like I said, number one on Amazon. It has really helped Gamer Advantage move forward through the pandemic, through 2020, really positioned us to be in the great spot. So those are two examples of products that I said, if it's not the best, I'm not releasing it came out with an anti-fog, number one, by far the best there is on the market. So anybody who wears a mask and glasses, scuba dives, any of that kind of stuff, this is the best anti-fog there is. Then on top of that, we really want to continue to focus on eye health. And so you can wear glasses and there's also ways to supplement eye health. There are some drinks out there that support eye health where Gamer Advantage isn't totally interested in the in the drink space um but just I'll say supplements generically of that kind of like if you're not going to wear our glasses at least use this kind of approach and so we have that on the horizon I can't say too much about it. I thought it was sitting behind me for a second I can't say too much <laughs> about it I think it's going to be really cool I think it's going to broaden the audience a little bit. AJ, for somebody like you is like, listen, I don't know about glasses. Like, okay, well, let's talk about the nutrients necessary to help promote that healthier sleep schedule. And you're know, like, do you eat enough carrots basically? Right. Yeah, so that's the really the question. <laughs> I, and that, that's kind of where I'm going with that. Like, what is the level of zeaxanthin and lutein and zinc and those, those supplements inside of your body and are they adequate for what you're trying to achieve? And I think we can help people with that too. So um, just know gamer advantage. It'll be rooted and it'll be worth it. That's kind of, and it'll have some type of benefit to it.
0: Yeah. Awesome. That's, so, so just to be clear, you're telling me that if I eat
2: more carrots, I'll sleep better. Hey, listen, do, do you know, <laughs> Well, no, here's the craziest thing. So that's why, okay, carrots are orange and the reason they help with your vision Is because the the color of the carrot as it goes through your bloodstream absorbs the light as the blood flows through your eyes. That's like a really basic way to explain it. So think about how yellow filters blue and how (laughs) carrots help your eyes. That's because a lot of it has to do with the color of the carrot. That's crazy, man. That's wow. crazy. And this is honestly
0: one of the things you know, I mean, I've been looking at you at your site ever since you guys you know got in contact with us and the, the thing that I like the most is that you're so rooted in the research. And I highly recommend anyone out there who is listening to this podcast to check out the research that's available on gameradvantage.com because it's clear in talking to you that it's not so much about pushing the product, it's about helping people get better sleep and reap the benefits of wearing these glasses simply by filtering out that blue light spectrum. Yeah. And I really appreciate that aspect. So I mean, if you just said a second ago, if you don't want to buy our glasses, fine. Well, here, let's, let's help you some other way. And at that, I really feel like it's, it's authentic and it's true. So um, I think that's awesome, man. I really appreciate you kind of spitting that research to us.
1: Yeah, Brian, we're always very skeptical when people reach out to us as well. So, AJ sent me a message. He's like, Hey, is this legit? What is this? (laughs) I took a look at your website and I was like, I started going through it. I spent like 30 minutes reading through all of the information that you have on there. And I was like, yeah, this is legit. Like you could tell that you put a lot of time into it. Yeah.
2: Actually, Justin, who reached out to you, what his full-time job in the beginning was to simply search for grammar and spelling errors on our website. Like that's how, (laughs) that's how serious we were. I mean, you yeah. go to blue light companies and they have like a spelling error about like my, they spell migraine wrong. And you're like, okay, that's who I'm trusting yep. my health to. We try and do it with yeah. our blogs too, for the records you talk about, there is a lot of research on there. And also we're writing more blogs or like trying to tell us some like funny, there's one about a, fl- a fly on there. I think it's still on there. If not about how they like blasted this fly with blue light and like. Totally annihilated it, and they're like, "Oh crap! Wow, blue light kills flies really easy." Uh, so it was just an interesting article. There's a uh, lot ton of stuff awesome. out there. Do your research. You're gonna find a ton of stuff that says it's not a thing. Okay, digital eye strain is a marketing term. I'm the first one to say that it is on our website because people identify with it, but it is a marketing term. This is, I talk about sleep. And sleep regulation and what that, that's really our main focus. So if you Google, are blue light glasses worth it? Do blue light glasses work? Well, not all all things are created equal. So you're going to find both sides of the coin. And I think it's really important that you actually read the whole thing and not just the cliff notes of the article that like at the end of the day, there's no real solid evidence that it works. Well, actually read it about the people who said it does. How about let's focus on that? Because those are real stories. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it wouldn't be a thing if it didn't exist, right? I'm pretty right. sure. So we'll go back to your
2: <laughs> Apple example. If it didn't exist, why the hell would Apple invest tens of millions of dollars into developing a mode to prevent it? Yeah, yep. exactly. exactly.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, we live in a time, like we talked about earlier at the top of the show, where we're all kind of forced to sit here all day and look at these screens to make our living. And then at the end of the day, we want to enjoy our, our personal lives and... We get that enjoyment through screens, unfortunately. Um, so we're just kind of in that situation. But, you know, I've said it a couple of times now, but I encourage people to go check out your website. You know, Brian, just tell the people where can they learn more about Gamer
2: Advantage and what you guys offer? Yeah. So go to GamerAdvantage.com. That's the first place to go. And then just ask about us in social media. Honestly, please do. Like, go out. You want to add us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Just add us and be like, anybody ever heard of At Gamer Advantage? And we have enough people and enough support that you you will find somebody who is truly committed to our eyewear. But um, we're happy to again, if you don't love it, I'll take it back. That's really at the end of the day, like it's a zero risk transaction, zero risk. And we, I pose it, I, and I'll leave you with my kind of like, this is my like, what do they, what do they say, stake in the ground, yeah. Uh, Our glasses are to gaming what helmets are to football. And it took the NFL 40 years to figure out that they should be wearing helmets. And it wasn't until a massive lawsuit in the 80s that the NFL even gave a crap about concussions. And now the NFL is the number one contributing member to concussion uh, research and development. Like, they spend more money on traumatic brain injury research than any other organization in the world, all because it took them 40 years, then they got sued, and then they said, oh, crap, we need to do something about this. We're not that ignorant. Like, Let's not be that ignorant. Let's not be the NFL. Let's not make gaming the NFL where it takes AJ to get diagnosed with an eye condition that is irreversible that could have been prevented with blue light glasses. That's how Absolutely. I look at it. Or, my, or AJ's kid. That's, that's really what I'm in it for, right? Like we have, we're along long, long enough to know days without all of this stuff and have some yep. foundation from that. Our, our kids don't have that. We won't know. Yep. We won't know until we get there and I'll be pissed if I could have done something about it.
1: Absolutely. Just like CTE for football players exactly. and cigarettes yep. smokes back 50 years ago everybody was smoking cigarettes yep. who knows right you just don't know yet but i like i like where your standpoint is is you know just cuz you don't know doesn't mean it's not there better just to be prepared so that's fantastic thank you so much brian um, everybody listening make sure to check out gamer advantage pick up a pair of blue light blocking glasses for yourself use code gbpod 20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase you can find that at gameradvantage.com and on Instagram and Twitter with the handle at Gamer Advantage. Thanks, everybody, so much. Thank you, Brian.
0: Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Really appreciate, appreciate you coming it. on, man. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Until then, see you later. See you.